Welcome in, everybody, to the Power Option Podcast. Just uh, out here running the damn ball from west to east. Back at it uh, again for you know, postseason. Going to see a lot of talk about some storylines that have just just happened recently and talk about some of these some of these recent bowl games, national championship included. Uh, Garrett, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I mean, the streets are hot. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, the biggest name in college football is leaving the game, uh, which is going to be a, quite a bit of a shakeup. On the same day that Pete Carroll stepped away as head coach of the Seahawks, so I bet Pete is mad that he got his uh, he got his day ruined <laughs> by Couldn't enjoy Nick Saban. It. Couldn't enjoy it. Nick Saban taking over. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy out there. We had a, we had an, a, may, it may turn out to be an all-time great team win the national championship recently, and we're losing an all-time great coach. We're probably losing Michigan's head coach as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's a crazy first week off of the of the college football season now first week done yeah first off season week is crazy yeah yeah and we we go into we go obviously we got to talk about um saving saving leaving but but it's it's I didn't quite until you had said it. I, I obviously I was pretty aware of the Harbaugh probably is going to leave, and then and then now we have the Saban news, um, which is crazy. But it's it's kind of crazy to think that the, we have two major blue blood jobs available, not because the coach had a bad time, quite the opposite. Both coaches leaving had some of the best times, um, more one more recently than the other, but both over their over their time frame like really helped paint you know continue to paint the blue the blue paint all over their particular uh, their particular school and so both those guys walk away and so the there people are about to there's going to be some legit names that walk into these jobs um, Alabama or Mich- Michigan that are going to have a, an incredibly steep hill to climb to be able to mm-hmm. not have the fans hate them not get beat not immediately you know not get fired in in two or three years like it's going to be tough sledding for whoever decides they want to go to Ann Arbor or Tuscaloosa. Yeah, right. I mean, I think that I think that it's a possibility that Michigan stays in house. Um, maybe. I mean, I don't know. That I mean, it's so important for Michigan to have a good hire there. They may not. It's probably the same list of coaches um, that there is uh, on the list for Nick Saban. Um, uh, since I have them up, we'll just talk about them real quick. Yeah. Here's kind of a projected target list of replacements for Nick Saban in Alabama. Uh, you got Dan Lanning at Oregon, uh, Kalen DeBoer at Washington, uh, Dabo Swinney at Clemson, James Franklin at Penn State, Mike Norvell at Florida State, and Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. Wow, Freeman. Uh, all on the list. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, if you're Alabama, you want the best coach because you don't want anything to fall off. But you also are going to end up having to have somebody that's going to do something different. Right, they're gonna have to do something different. They're gonna kind of have to tear tear it down a little bit to do it the way they want, because they're obviously not gonna be able to do it the way Saban is, uh, because Saban um, is uh, what would you say the best coach of all time? I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't think like I, I can't. You couldn't not say it like it's it's not even close really at this point yeah like he's pretty yeah like he's pretty definitive he was 
he was he was like eleven. He was guaranteed eleven wins every year in Alabama. He took an Alabama team that only had three ten win seasons in ten years before he got there. Um, he won six national championships at Alabama, one at LSU, which I think might be the biggest checkbox in the greatest coach of all time discussion. They're right. He didn't even have to do that at Alabama. Right. Um, he's the pace setter. Nobody, no current coach is close. You've got a kind of a short list of people like uh, Kirby Smart. Yeah. Um, I guess if Harbaugh sticks around, Harbaugh can be in that list. If Dabo figures it out again, I guess I, I take away Dabo credit from Dabo, but I really probably shouldn't. He could, I mean, he's not going to be at the level of Saban, but if he picks it back up and makes a run again, then, you know, he's he can be in the conversation. He's only had... You know, he's had a, a, a couple bad seasons, but he's had some very good seasons. So, um, yeah, so he that's be, what you were losing. Yeah, totally. But it, but it, I'm, I'm happy you brought up Dabo too. Obviously, he's in the, he's in the list. But is you step into one, either of these jobs, Alabama, Alabama is the worst one. It's the much harder um, one to do it. Like Dabo's a legitimate yeah. coach. You know, coached himself to some to a national championship or two. Wait, does he have two? He only has one. Uh, I can't does he remember. have two or one? Regardless, he's you know he had a quality time, a great time at Clemson overall. I mean, you know, this was a Clemson football team that I remember when we would play NCAA back when I was a kid, and Clemson was like a, it was like oh maybe year one year they'll have a good running back, but like it was never right. I was never like Clemson's going to be legit, you know, like they're not going to be the team that's going to be running away with the ACC or anything. And Dabo. Set that precedent. He he brought. Them He's got into two the titles side. and four championship game appearances. Yep. Actually, I have to give him a lot more credit because he had a run at Clemson of 10, 11, 11, 10, 14, 14, 12, 15, 14, 10, 10, 11 with two championships. Yeah. As much as I can't stand him, is why I don't want to give him credit. Like, if he wins two more national championships, obviously, again, not Saban level, but if he wins like two more national championships, he all of a sudden puts himself in the top five-ish conversation maybe right yeah i mean it's yeah and he's yeah i mean he's he's probably close to that now um uh, just yeah yeah, yeah. You, know, you know based on the school that he did it with and yeah, how he's he probably sort of close to up. that now yeah totally yeah. but but at the same time if he goes like if he goes into the alabama job he, I think he's one of the more equipped guys to be able to handle the pressure of it um, and be able to yeah. turn guys around and sort of build a culture that that has a similar feel um, to Saban. It won't be Saban, but it ha- probably will will vibe, you know, gel together like that. But sure. in your mind, do, is that a job that even a guy like Dabo can not get fired from in three years if he doesn't win a national championship? I mean, here's what we're talking about, and I think this is the thing that we have to say. Now, even though I've had many conversations with Alabama fans already since I live in Alabama, um, you're replacing the greatest coach of all time. The percentage of times that works is tiny. Yeah. Like, very, very small. Like, it would take me some research to find out how often you replace like an all-time great legend but like Nebraska couldn't do it right Oklahoma couldn't really do it no Penn like State kinda. couldn't really do it right Ohio you State know, Florida couldn't, State couldn't do it right Ohio State's had a hard time yeah Florida um, didn't do it if we say urban I guess yeah, Urban's at Florida, Florida and Ohio State like too, yeah. so 
so whatever their expectations actually are, they won't meet with the re- the reality is you're going to have a really challenging time getting close to this level of success. So what you want is a guy that either comes in and has a couple of average seasons and then goes back to be competing and you won't have saving level, but you want a guy that is going to win an SEC championship or two, going to play in the playoff. You can, and of the, those guys on the list, I, I, I think Dan Lanning is awesome. I think Dan Lanning would be a great pick. I don't know if he's a good fit in Alabama, but I think as a head coach, he is one of the best head coaches there is. I think what Kalen DeBoer did in his career, and especially at Washington, like he might be it. He might be that guy. Like he might be the guy that takes Washington and makes them what Michigan is now, right? right. He can do that, right? Dabo, like you mentioned, is a good cultural fit, probably. Is probably a good energy fit, a good Southern guy fit. Probably not a terrible hire. James Franklin is a ter- would be a terrible hire there. But if you know that you're going to need to fire the next guy and then hire the guy after that, then James Franklin might be a good hire because you go, okay, we're going to bring James Franklin here. He's going to have four seasons. He's going to win eight games a bunch of times, and then we fire him for the person we want. You know, fine. Uh, Mike Norvell, I don't. I think Mike Norvell is a good coach. It took him a while to build at Florida State. I don't know that that's a great move. There, but again, if it's the guy before the guy, it's probably a fine move. I I have nothing but admiration for Marcus Freeman. I think he's exceptional. He's young. I think that that Alabama job would kill him. We would find him dead in the street after a couple of years. Like Notre Dame job, I think is already aging him like a president. Right. The Alabama job would kill him. So I I don't like I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I I think I think. Freeman, and this is, I, I shouldn't want this for him because I, I like him so much. Like, I just enjoy mm-hmm. He's made me become a Notre Dame fan, Marcus Freeman, yeah. and what he's got going on there. But I think, I think realistic, not realistically, I think that he actually should get the job for the, for the health of Alabama as, as a blue blood and continuing their continuing their greatness like they need a guy at Freeman's level more than they need a guy at like Dabo's level you know somebody who they can kind of like kill <laughs> to your point who they somebody who they right, can exactly. murder yeah. for three years yeah. and then get yes, the guy exactly. who's the guy, not the guy and yes. now I hope that I, I don't I hope that Freeman gets everything figured out in Notre Dame and it looks like Notre Dame is going to give him time and I, I hope I hope that he keeps doing that I hope that he doesn't get the job because you're right he will die but I think Notre Dame is exactly what they're going to be with him I yeah. don't know that I think he's probably close to the ceiling I think they probably want more yeah um, but out of him but but once you start getting to a playoff and he starts making a playoff every year I think they'll be fine yeah I think so too and so I, I don't think that he needs to move I hope he doesn't move but but I, that's kind of a, that's an interesting job where you're going to go there. It's going to be terrible. Almost everybody who goes there, whether it's Dabo or Freeman or anybody in between, like anybody who goes there is going to all the uh, the fans are going to hate whatever you do, you know. And so there's going to be it's going to yeah. be a oh, hot yeah. seat from day one. So like yeah, if, unless you win the national championship year one, right? Which is going to be mad. You probably assuming there not everybody doesn't transfer and change their commitments. Like you're going to have a team. Oh, a lot of guys are going to transfer. Oh boy, a lot of guys are going to transfer. A lot of guys are going to transfer for sure. A lot so, of guys are going to transfer. Well, that, I guess it depends on the hire. I guess yeah. it depends. Yeah. But they could, But as of right now, 
once he like makes it official, they can put themselves in the portal. And I suspect there's going to be some guys that will. Yeah, I, I have to assume. And so for, for something like that, I would hope that it would be cool to see Freeman do that and do okay and then hopefully build sure. himself from that point up into something something greater. But he could do the same thing in Notre Dame. Like it doesn't, He doesn't have to go to yeah. Alabama and get murdered to do that. Yeah, yeah. And Notre Dame doesn't have to win a conference championship for good and for bad. Notre Dame right. just is an independent. They just right. do what they do, and they just have to win enough, and they get to be Notre Dame, and they'll get to be a, a nine seed in the playoff every year. And then, I mean, eventually they'll be impatient if he loses the first game of the playoff or whatever a bunch of times uh, at Notre Dame. But I, it's not. It's way too early to do anything with him. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah now so. would they? Now would they? If if Alabama calls him and goes, hey, we're going to pay his buyout, bring him over. Is Notre Dame going to fight to keep him? I, I can't imagine they will. Because no. Notre Dame also can access this list. Right. Notre Dame could call Dan Lanning or Canlon DeBoer or these guys and say, hey, we, we got an opening. Come on down. You know. Yeah. So, uh, But I think, he's, I think for what they are, they are, they are as relevant nationally as they should be, yeah. considering that they haven't done anything. So fine. Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, I don't know. It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be, it's going to be nuts. I mean, you said, you spouted off some of those Saban stats, but to look at, to look at his sports reference here, it's just like, it's just littered with zeros and W's everywhere. It's just, it's such a crazy run. I'm so, I'm so thankful that I didn't get to, I didn't have to hear about it. Like in time, like I was, I'm, I'm thankful that I was able to watch it. There's times that oh, I yeah, was, we got to live it, right? Yeah. Really, and and there's times that I was very annoyed by by because because Saban existed, the SEC got a bump every year that they didn't uh, deserve right. a lot of the time. Right. There was so many right. years where they were like every you know whether it was stupid fine bomb or or all these right. talking heads yes. out of the SEC that were just like well, the SEC is the best in the world. This is why you have to have the SEC in the playoff. This is why you have to have the SEC right. always in these big bowls. Like like it's yeah. good. For for college football or whatever and it wasn't because I'm not now some of the time you were right there were legitimate teams in there there was there was a couple of years where there was a of dangerous T- Tennessee there was a couple of years where there was a dangerous Florida like like it's in that yeah. time frame that's fine but at the same time 90 okay I'll, I won't I won't get crazy 70% of the time the SEC hype was only because Saban was standing on top of everybody's necks Right, and they, they 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 ate their own tail a lot, you know, and they did it in a way. What they did is they ate their own tail in a way that the top team still beat everybody. Right, and yes. they ate their own tail enough to make everybody seem good, and there's just the right amount of upsets there. And look, here's the thing: the most impressive thing I can say about Alabama is they they almost always had a quality non-conference early season game against somebody. Right, right, and. That's the same thing that Kirby started doing because those are the smart coaches that realize that's what we got to do. We got to come out like, like, look, Alabama played Texas in their non-conference. That was a big fucking deal. Right. Right. And they lost that game and it didn't kill them because they beat the number one team in the country. Right. It could have cost them caused them a problem if they did beat the number one team in the country, but they also got a lot better from that game. And so the really good coaches are never afraid of that. The really good coaches play good non-conference games and then they go and they beat people, right? That's what you do. So that's what they did. Um, 
This, the team that I'm going to talk about next did the second part, at least, where they went and beat people, which is the Michigan Wolverines, mm-hmm. your uh, national champions, uh, after they defeated the uh, under the under underarmed Washington Huskies. Underarmed? Uh, I, I, I just mean as far as they're, they just didn't have the wet. They just weren't. Michigan had all the armaments. Michigan had the yeah. rocket ships. Yeah. And they had the ground. They had the tanks. Like, here's the thing. Michigan's offensive and defensive line were better than anybody else on the field. Right. And when you're that and that's what your team identity is, you you win. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty it's the way it's hard to win against teams like that. Yeah, that's the way this works is, you know, when you're getting when you're getting when you're getting a third of a point per rush EPA, um, like Michigan did you're you're probably gonna win. You're probably gonna win the game. Yeah, Blake Horn. Yeah, yeah. Blake Horn yeah, was having too fun of a time. Like he he's, he was just yeah. it was just wide open. He could just do yeah, him yeah, yeah. and him and yeah. who's the who's the other guy that popped off the first couple of? Um, oh, he he had those big runs for scores. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Edwards. Yes, yeah, he just had like, two two runs for scores. Yeah, it was yep. just all of a sudden the field was just like he was just like oh I can go there I'm gonna go that yeah. way and then he just went yeah, and yeah, it yeah. was it was just it was done and I, look I I said it while the game was happening I said it to you while the game was happening but it was I'm a big fan of of quality offensive line play. I was I was a, a, a young a young high schooler offensive line uh, offensive lineman. Yeah. And so just to see the absolute prowess that those five men executed on that basically on that entire defense was yeah. fun to watch to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it, it was it, it look, that's what they did all year. That's why they never looked like there's sometimes in the year where you went, "Oh man, Michigan doesn't look amazing," right? Like Michigan looks kind of tight and kind of close and whatever, but that's they just played the game where they just said like like on early downs, uh first downs, uh they they had a 0.36 EPA per play. Wow. Which means they were ahead of schedule like crazy ahead of schedule, 32 rushes, 70% of theirs uh, were were rushes, and they just stayed ahead of schedule, and they just they shortened the field, they crunched, they crunched. They had that third quarter, which nothing happened. It was punt city, but Washington couldn't keep Penix upright. He wasn't very accurate. He was hurt. They couldn't run the ball at all because Michigan's defensive line was just so much better than Washington's offensive line. Like they were, Michigan was like a, a like a six star team, and Washington was a four star team, and the talent just won out. Yeah, totally. Look, I think I think you when you when you're talking about it initially, it made me think that like Washington was kind of like the, you know the you know the movie 300 where they're talking about those 300 Spartans, and like mm-hmm. they you know mo- every, so many games this year, Washington just just like put themselves right at the perfect position where the other yep. team just couldn't get around them. They were like, yep. if we could just get behind those shields. Like, we could kill all of them, and it would be over. It would be yep. fine. But Washington just yep. kept being like, well, you can't, though. Like, and we're going to win by yeah. a couple of points. And they did that so consistently. I mean, they you know, we've said it a couple of times this year, but they, they, they checked the box of, were you good today? In every game yep. except for the national championship game, Washington, you know. And, and it's not like they were super far away. I mean, like, like, look, Michigan was better, and they dominated. But there was a couple periods where Michigan let them hang around. Yeah. And Michigan had a lot of penalties. Um, you know, Michigan lost a point and a half, a point and a third of value on penalties. Um, 
and their special teams wasn't amazing. Right. Um, they they Washington had some opportunities. Yeah, I remember to, when it got when it got to 10, 10 to seventeen. I was like, all right, we got a game. Yep. Yep. And then they came out of the half and they threw that interception on the first play oh, in the brutal. third quarter, and it was just like, damn it, uh, yep. damn it, guys. Like, I know. It's but, not enough. That missed pass in the like the second quarter where they had almost wide open touchdown and that interception there. It's just like, like I don't think they were gonna I, look. I don't think they were going to win. Like, the advanced stats say Michigan probably the, – the post-game the, the win thing for, for all the stats is probably like 85% Michigan, something like that. Like, right. if, the, if, the, if you did these stats in any order, you mix these plays up in any order, you did it. Michigan probably wins this game, you know, five out of six times, nine yeah. out of ten times, whatever, <clears throat> right? But Washington was – was game ish, you know. Yeah. Like I don't want to take away, but you, you know, Pettix had to throw the ball fifty one times. Wasn't very accurate. Two interceptions. He was only sacked once, but he was hit like every drop back. He was hit. Yeah. Because there was no threat of run. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a lot so, of the t- a lot of the time that was for it was only for rushers too. Like they like yeah like yeah. the defense was able to the the DBs and the linebacks were able to just kind of hang out in space and let things develop. Yep. Yep. No, that's right. And so it's just like, you know, they they just weren't the better team. It was it was an entertaining game. Yeah, for sure. Um, It wasn't Oklahoma USC in 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't Georgia TCU. Right. Um, You know, it was an entertaining game. It just wasn't. um, uh, It just Washington just wasn't quite there. But but look, here's the deal. Oh no! Michigan's post-game winning expectancy was ninety-nine percent. They pretty much, yeah, yeah. there was never much really it. a doubt. Yeah, it was, it was pretty much they did it. Yeah. So, so it is what it is. It, yeah. You know, I look. Washington should be inordinately proud. Uh, Crazy fans should be incredibly f- proud. Yeah, like, like. Sometimes it was by the skin of your teeth, and that's what happened. And that's kind of what happened to TCU, too. Yep. Some of it was by the skin of your teeth. But that, you know what? Only one team can be the national champion. Um, everybody else, when you're 14-1 and one and you can walk away from 14-1 and one with your second-year head coach, when you're moving to the Big Ten, mm-hmm. like, great. Yeah. Take it. Check, check, check. Fantastic. Right, yeah. See, I mean, Seattle's got to be buzzing. And, 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 and even though they... I, I I hated this when I played sports, and so I don't want to. I'm going to dumb things down a little bit, but but to the point you're making, like they need to look they need to look at this season as as a positive, even though they they ended the season with the loss, which you never wanted. I always it was always tough for me when a coach would say, "But look at what we did in the total." I'm like, "Yeah, but I, the sting of this loss right now is the worst." But I'm sure you know I'm sure they've had enough time to sort of. Well, hopefully, okay. I don't know if they have, but maybe in a, in a week or a month, you know, the kids will have enough time to look back and reflect and say, "This oh, sure. was a crazy season." Because if we look at Michigan throughout, like it was. They they weren't like they weren't playing a ton of people at the beginning of the season that that were incredibly legit. Like the bottom half of the Big Ten wasn't great, and their first three non uh, Big Ten games were against pretty average comp- opponents. But from yeah. the start of the season up until Michigan State, which was eight games in, one two three four five six seven, eight games in, only one game did they. Actually, only one game did they give up 10 points, and that was to Minnesota, and they beat Minnesota 52-10. to 10. Um, and, then, mm-hmm. and then after that, 
They played Purdue, only gave up 13 points. Penn State, 15 points. They had a weird one against Maryland, but also Harbaugh was gone during the Maryland game. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then and then they go, you know, and then they beat Michi- Ohio State um, at home, and then just beat the pants off of Iowa. But Iowa was playing with right. it, with a, a second grade, a second grader yeah. offense. So yeah, it was what do. But, Look, but I mean, the Ohio Big Ten State wasn't a crazy the thing. Fourth best team in the country, and Michigan just kind of sat on their head. Exactly, so. exactly. So it's not, you know, Michigan is again the Big Ten. The Big Ten wasn't an incredibly. Uh, deep conference overall, but but like they, we said this a couple of times during the season, and, and I just want to sum up everything now with this statement again is like Michigan beat everybody out other than Maryland. Michigan beat everybody exactly how they were supposed to. There was they yeah. did everything yeah. that made that at the end of the game we went well. Yeah, Michigan was the better team. There was no doubts yeah. about yeah. it. There was no like wishy washiness. Like they won games exactly how the best team in the country did, or yeah, the best team in the country should have. And I remember when we were talking like middle of the season when they were when they were like three. Um, you know, they were higher up in the rankings. And I remember th- thinking to myself, I think we remember talking to you about it, saying like these guys. This is the best team in the country. Like, even, they, yeah. they beat these teams. They beat the pants off of these some of these teams. And Harbaugh wasn't even in the stadium. So it's right. like the challenge was that their schedule was so bad. It, it was, was so bad, hard sure. to. But they did. You know, what they but were unlike to Georgia, do. when their schedule picked up, they beat everybody that they needed to beat. Right. right. So, so yeah. really interesting. Uh, real quick before we move on, I'm looking at the 2024 Big Ten uh, schedule, Big Ten football schedule. Washington has Michigan at home uh, in 2024. Just, okay. a, just a note that's, there. That's good. Um, uh, you know, it's just an interesting little side note. Uh, yeah. Michigan has, where's Michigan at? Uh, where's Michigan? Okay, let's see. Michigan has Oregon and USC at home. Yeah, that's, which, that's where you want. On the road. They also have Washington on the road, which obviously I mentioned when I said Michigan at home. But Washington on the road. Like, they have Ohio State and Washington on the road. Yeah. They have Oregon. And I don't know what USC is going to be, but they're probably not going to be bad. And if Dan Lanning doesn't leave Oregon, they're not going to be bad. No. Um, no. They also have Northwestern at home, who who knows what right. that's going to be. That team's going to be. I don't think they're going to be that good. They're going to be great, but they were better than I expected. So, Way better. Um now, also on a note, Ohio State has Oregon on the road, Penn State on the road, Michigan, Nebraska, Purdue, Indiana, Iowa at home. Um, so they've got an interesting little chunk there. Like, like they're like it, it, we've we, because of the additions that they've made. You're really you don't have too many sleepers anymore. Obviously, it's way too early to know how good everybody's going to be, but it's just like, like. Maryland has one of the nicer schedules. They have Oregon and Penn State on the road, and then they avoid Ohio State. They avoid Michigan. They avoid Washington, um, but they have USC on the at home. Um, but Is, there's not you, there's not a lot of sleep spots anymore. No, and and are they they got rid of conferences? I mean, I'm they sorry, got rid divisions? of conferences. Yeah, or they got rid of divisions. Yes. Yeah. So it's just divisions. it's just round robin now, more or less. Yep, just round robin. Yep, that's oh, that's what you want. Yeah, if you're Maryland, you're living yep. your life. That's not too bad. So. Yep. Oh, also by the way, Wisconsin might not be bad. Um, Ooh, also no, by the way, I don't want to build the the monkey's paw hasn't gone away for Iowa, so they still exist. So, <laughs> you know, that's a great way Nebraska to it. might be better. Yeah. Right. Minnesota is never bad. Right. You know. 
Um, I don't know what Maryland is, but even if the first half of the season Maryland is Maryland, you still got to worry about them for five weeks. So there you go. And then Ohio State still here. Ryan Day still here. They may not win the conference every year, but no nights off. No nights off for Ohio State. Nope. And oh yeah. Oh by the way, Oregon. Like yeah. oh my god. And yeah. all of a sudden USC finds a defense and they figure it out. Holy shit! Like, right. good God, man. Yeah, and, good and, God, man. And then, like, what, like, what's Matt Rule doing? Like, I'm not saying Nebraska's going to be yeah, legit, yeah. but like, he that's going to be that's going to be a dangerous game for everybody. Look, they're not going to be bad. I will, I will eat a hat if Nebraska is bad. No, they may yeah. not be great, but they ain't going to be bad. No. And oh, oh, oh! By the way, by the way, Florida State probably leaving the ACC in 2025. Ooh. Where are they going? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. But that's out there too. Right. So, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's going to, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but I'm, it's great. It's great. Let's talk about the final AP poll. Yes. AP top 25 poll. Yes. I think that's interesting to just look at as a framework to what we, we will start looking at next season. Obviously, Michigan got all the first place votes. Uh, your national champions, uh, Michigan, great. Number two, Washington. Now there was some conversation about where they were going to go, but you you can't make you can't move Washington down to more than two. No. You can't pretend like Michigan wasn't snuffing out everybody else. Yeah, and no. I saw somebody that's like, oh, Georgia would beat both of these teams. Shut that's, the fuck up. That's hot. Shut guy. I, that's the fuck up. No, there's no way. Like, shut the, up. Like Washington was is there's. There's no, there's no debate. Like, if you want to say that teams were as good as Washington, I'm fine yes. with that. But yes. to say that anybody yes. was better than, like, get out of here with that yeah. shit. Yeah, you want to tell me that a team might have scored 20 points against Michigan and one lost 20 yeah. to 31? Please, okay. oh, fuck off. But, but no, that's it. That's no. all. That's all you got. No. Right. Uh, Texas ended up three, Georgia four, Alabama five, Florida State six. Tied with Oregon, they both got the same amount of points. Florida State and Oregon, both six. Missouri at eight, which, like, I just am so, I just feel so happy. I don't know if Missouri's ever going to repeat it, but good for Missouri. Like, I know. What a this nice was year a they wild had. season for Missouri. Yeah, such a, a nice wild year. season. Yep. And then uh, your, maybe your favorite in the <laughs> SEC next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love these guys. Next to Georgia is going to be the Ole Miss Rebs. Sweet. Um, Lane Kiffin is not going to get that Alabama job, so he will be sticking in Ole Miss at least for another year, so you can be excited about that. Yeah, well, Ole Miss, is, <laughs> Ole Miss should be excited, I guess. But. <laughs> uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes are 10. Uh, okay, here we go. Number 11. The ten and three Arizona Wildcats. Like, Dangerous. That's that's a come up right there. Like that. For sure. Arizona may well be the maybe will be the favorite and the number one team in the Big Twelve next year. Like think about that for a second. Yeah. Like, like think the, about that for a second. I I have I have not watched. I've I watched two games at Arizona Stadium this year. Once where they just trounced Utah, and. Then and and in a tight well I shouldn't say a tight game against Washington but but by the end they they had Arizona and warmed up and were playing good like Washington yeah. was just the better team but like Arizona was building to something another quarter yep. and all of a sudden things change obviously that's not possible yep. but look the, what's happening in Arizona assuming they they still have money for sports next year 
or whatever's yeah, going on. Like that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> like oh, fuck. assuming that's the case, then Arizona Arizona's gonna be good. Their coach is legit. They're doing something here now. I, I said it to you. I said it to you after the both games that I went to. Like the the. The Arizona faithful don't bleed for football. Um, you know, I think they they bleed for the they bleed for the university. They love their they love their university. They're going to go to the games. Um, but and so I could see how maybe this you know with another year, all of a sudden this coach decides I can't remember his name. Um, all of a sudden he decides he wants to get out of there um, and do something else. And and with a season like this and a season like they they likely will have next year because they're they're not exactly run into an incredibly tough Big Twelve. You know that all of a sudden things are going to change. So things could change pretty quickly for Arizona, but I hope he stays and I hope they're doing another 10 plus year win season. Cause they, like you're saying, they could legitimately win the big, win the big 12 next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, of the teams that are going to be favored in the new big 12, like they're going to be, they're going to be up there. I think that, I think that they'll probably end up being maybe the highest ranked team in the big 12 from the preseason, unless amazing things happen. Obviously, Utah will be in there somewhere yeah, um, as well. But that, that's it. I mean, the other the teams that are left, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State will be up there too. Maybe Oklahoma State might be the top ranked yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. team in the conference. Depending, Kansas State, They're going to be up there. Kansas State is going to be in the conversation. Yeah. Iowa State, I don't know if anybody knows what to make of them. No. Uh, oh, Kansas. Kansas, who I'm going to get to in a second, um, might be in the conversation too, depending, because yeah. what they've built there. But... Um, anyway, let me keep going. But I just you – know, Arizona was worth a note because what an amazing crazy. back half of the season they had. Yeah, totally. Um, LSU was 12. Now, here is kind of a sleepery situation um, is LSU. Like, they're, they're, they're going to not have the Heisman Trophy winner, I don't think. They're not going to have the best player in the universe. Uh, but Was he transferring? Or? I think he's just going – I think he's just leaving. Oh, no, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think he's just going. He's going into the NFL. Yeah, I think yeah, that would make sense. Um, I, but I don't know that I've actually seen that he's going to the NFL. But I would assume. I would assume just. I would uh, assume the same. Like I mean, there's going to be a job. For yeah, him. yeah, he is. Yeah, he's in the. He's. They're showing him <clears throat> mock, mock draft boards. That's good. Yeah. Um, right now he's. They're thinking maybe New England will get him at three, or Tampa Bay will get him at seven. Um, he's an athlete. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's definitely can do what C.J. Stroud is doing. Yeah, or, or um, you know he could make yeah he could make he could do you know what's happening in Baltimore too. Like he's he's the type of yeah. guy. He's in in this yeah. in this newer in this more modern NFL. Like this is an NFL yeah, yeah, that he, he can, can adapt it. to. Yep, agreed. Uh, all right, Penn State thirteen. Uh, uh, you know, here's the thing: people are just like ah, oh, James Franklin, James Franklin, and I will admit that he probably hasn't met all the way up to expectations, but it's another top 15 season and a 10 win season for Penn state. Like, yeah, eh. I don't, I right? just look, I, 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 I'm a fan of his. I'm, I'm generally a fan of, of Penn state and what, what they have going on there. But I, I don't think that I'm sure everybody wants with everybody wants grass. That's greener, of course, but oh, yeah, yeah. is Penn state, I think what Penn State has going on is pretty great. Now, Penn State has always been in the conversation of, I don't necessarily know if I want to call them a blue blood, but they're always in the, we're, we should be at the top half of the Big Ten. We should have yeah. legitimate, we should have legitimate, you know, whatever, linebacker you and, and all this sure. stuff. Like, they have stuff here. And so, you know, to say that 
I could see how they want to be aspirationally better, but like James Franklin, sure. especially inside of a conference that had that has Ryan Day coaching a very quality Ohio State team year over year, and then right. Harbaugh building to this monster team that he just built. Like yep. to come out of this yep. season ten and three, even though the the rest of the Big Ten is you know the Big Ten kind of falls off a bit after those. Yeah, three. I mean they lost to the teams, the only teams that they really had exactly were like, challenged like them. exactly like Franklin. Right. Franklin checked all of the boxes outside of just beating teams that were pretty hard to beat like he did yeah, he shut out iowa and put 31 did. points on him like you know but you know everybody wants everybody wants what they can't have i understand like and you know so he didn't get blown out by ohio state or michigan no no like they didn't they didn't beat the brakes off of him so i think he's fine like i get it i get wanting to be like hey we we we, we see what michigan has with harbaugh and we even see what ohio state has with day and we want that for sure but I, I don't, I mean, unless you're getting one of these guys that's on the Alabama list, you're not going to get that. Yeah, I just, yeah, I it know. feels, yeah, I, I, I feel like Penn State feels a lot like Oregon to me, where it's like, they're going to be, I expect them to be pretty good to be part of the conversation, but it's not like, like, I don't, I think the guy who, you know, if, let's say, in this analogy that the USC job is open and the Oregon job is open at the same time. Or let's say that James for the, actually we can go use the big 10, like Michigan jobs about to be open probably. And then you have what's happening and the Penn state job opens up. If you have, if you have a really high quality coach, I think the chances of them going to Michigan over Penn state is higher. And so, and in a similar way to like USC over Oregon, not, not necessarily because, because you should, because you couldn't win there if you're that guy at Penn State or if you're at Oregon, whatever. It's just because like the sexiness of it, the money of it, those kind of things. Like I don't think Penn State quite like, quite peaks interests as no. much as something like you know one of these old, these old big money, you know. No, they absolutely don't move like the needle like that. And the no. Texas and the Michigans and the whatevers of no. the world. All right, let me go to number fourteen team who we talked about a little bit, Notre Dame. Ah, uh, yes, ten and three again. Notre Dame is in that same area. I think they would probably, like, Notre Dame probably is never happy about being outpaced by Missouri. Uh, but you would right. expect year over year Notre Dame should be consistent where Missouri may not be. So, fine. I mean, yeah. this is what Notre Dame is. I think it's fine. Yeah, totally. Uh, Oklahoma 15, a, a nice year out of Oklahoma considering. Um, Oklahoma State 16, about the same to say about that. Uh, yep, definitely. Uh then you get to the nine-win team area where you've got Tennessee at 17, Kansas State 18, Louisville 19, Clemson 20, NC State 21. Uh, interesting set of teams. Those are all teams that are going to be vying for the last playoff spot. This is kind of where that last playoff spot area is going to be. is mm-hmm. between kind of 12 and and 20-ish. They're yeah. going to be, you know, they're going to be in it till the end. So. Yeah. Uh, and nice season at NC State, ultimately. Like, yeah, wait, yeah. Ended up being I think a, a great, great year yeah. for NC State. Yeah. And if you say, if you if you told me, yeah, NC State and Kansas State have about the same kind of year, i go, mm, yeah, all right. Totally. Sure, yeah. fine. Uh, 22 SMU, uh, 11 and 3, they, you know, they petered out at the end there. Um, but still a great season out of the ACC bound uh, SMU uh, Tigers, or I mean, not Tigers, Mustangs. Um, Kansas at 23. Super awesome season out of them, too. Yeah, huge. They're really building something really interesting. And I yeah. think they're kind of the team that has a possibility of being what Ole Miss has become. 
Because mm-hmm. Ole Miss has kind of become a consistent number 10-ish ranked team, number consistent 10 winning team. Yeah. Kansas could do that if they do it right. If Especially in a Big 12 that isn't going to be as good. Just yeah. quite I, I hope so. I honestly, I mean, I, I what... I hope that what you're saying is true because I'm, I'm a fan of the Jayhawks being good at good at football. Um, it's just kind of it was it's historically not been the case for in my in my college football watching day, so it's fun to see happen. But I there's another part of me, a smaller part of me, that kind of doesn't want that to happen because because I want all of their success to all of their success to be to be that Bean was just a good quarterback. That's what I want. Sure, I want his sure. back. But, but they've got what's his name coming back though. They've got. Uh, is he a Daniels too? I think he is a Daniels. Uh, but but my point really is that like I like Bean so much, and he's he came in for this hurt legit player that they have at quarterback, and he just made Kansas way better than they should. And I don't think it was him yeah. by himself, obviously. But I sure. that's there's a part of me that hopes that is like once he leaves, Kansas just explodes because he was he was the best thing that they ever have. I know that's not the case, but there there's a there's a, a right. part of me that wants that to be. Yeah, but he was he stepped in and was great. The, so good. the season was so great good. for them, considering what they had to do and deal with. Um, and especially because even Bean got injured, too, and he had to have Cole Ballard play for a minute. Um, but if Daniels is what he could be, then they really have something something in front of them. Yeah, it's true. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Yeah, I'd be down for it. Yeah, so I, I, I would love to see that. Uh, and then the final two is Iowa uh, was fine. Uh, they got to have to have some offense at some point, but they've gotten a few good transfers. They got like a really good tight end recruiter transfer, mm-hmm. um, and they always play really good defense. So you can always kind of consider them there. And then Liberty ended up in the ranking at twenty five um, after just getting absolutely trounced by Oregon. But you know, you win thirteen games against mostly major conference competition. You really probably should be ranked, even if they weren't. Even if your competition wasn't great. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think I think Liberty deserved to be what it is. You know, yeah. they, we all we knew what was going to happen to them in the Oregon game, but like, hell of a season though. Yeah, agreed. Yep, hell of a season. Um, all right. Well, I think this is a good kind of catch-up chunk. We've been off for a bit, so that kind of sets us up. We will have lots of things to talk about in the offseason. I know we're going to get more into the transfer portal. I want to put together some stat packages to talk about this season compared to others, what conference is really good, that type of thing, which we can do. Uh, and you never know with us, we might just fuck off for the offseason and come back during the rain season. Yeah, who knows? Well, hopefully not, but who knows? Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll see, but, you know, definitely we'll – We'll, we'll definitely be back in August. You know that for sure. I'm excited about oh, next year. Oh, for sure. God, I'm excited about next year. Probably be back in the summertime. Hopefully get some Oh, boy. 12, look, 12-team playoff is going to make those last, like, four four weeks or so oh, crazy. It's gonna I'm be so fantastic. excited for what the end of the season is going to be like as we're, as we're doing the bubble watch for fucking the college football playoff. I love it. <laughs> yes. Love it. Yes. I know. It's going to be good. An exciting time. So this was this was a really good year. You know, hey, just shout out to everybody uh, who popped in and, yeah. and watch and, and listen to listening. us. Like, and talk really with us about it. it. Yeah. And talk to us about it. And this just is it was so fun. Such a good year. This was like I feel like this is we're still we're still effectively a toddler in our in our podcasting lives, um, but we're we're building. I think we're growing up. You know, I'm think next year and 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 this off season is going to be some growth too. So stick around. Uh, we really appreciate any listening that you gave us, and and shout out to to everybody. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Yep. See you guys.